Okay, good morning for early morning family meditation. Well, not that early, it's 10.30. Um, and I've got this picture up on the screen just as a kind of metaphor that I want to really play with today while we're doing our meditation. So hopefully you can see the picture of the baby snuggled up in a basket. Um, well, when I look at that picture, the baby looks kind of very safe and secure and warm and content. And so this is really... Um, a metaphor that I'm working with at the moment. So for those of you in families, you probably all know what metaphors are, but metaphors are a kind of picture that we have in our head to explain something and sometimes things that are quite difficult. So the wording in the media has all been about social isolation and social distancing, and they sound quite hard, don't they? Isolation is not a word that any of us like the sound of. And social distancing, especially when we've got people that we can't see who we really like, um, again that can make us feel sad and so I've done other podcasts and um, written about the way to use uh, our emotions at this time so if you want to check those out they're at julieleone.com um, and if you go to the videos and media page there's podcasts there on emotions also there's a free online course that I made with Psychologies magazine about emotions and um, there's also a blog that I wrote just I was having a really sad day this week and I think it's normal for our feelings to go up and down and this metaphor of the baby the baby's in a nest and it's kind of curious obviously we're in springtime and the birds are building nests um, and it's like we've been um, kind of brought home I think I used the metaphor of hibernation last time but also we're kind of cocooning into a nest so I don't know if you know about, um, I'm sure you all know about cocoons. So there's a caterpillar. You've all read the Big Hungry Caterpillar book. Caterpillar's there, it eats a lot, and then it goes into a cocoon. And the cocoon looks kind of on the outside quite brown, or sometimes they're kind of misty, chalky colour cocoons. And you don't really know what's going in there, on in there. Um, and then at some point, out wiggles a butterfly and actually it's quite hard for the butterfly to get out if you've ever watched a butterfly come out of a cocoon it's tiring work it wiggles out bit by bit and it has to allow itself to dry in the sun so it can't be rushed now the thing that i find amazing about the cocoon is that what happens inside the cocoon is that actually the caterpillar completely dissolves the thing that it was before ceases to be there it just isn't there at all. Um, and so the caterpillar is there, then it goes into the cocoon and it just turns into a soup, which is actually the word the scientists use about this. And the only thing that's left of the caterpillar in the soup is what are called, and I love this word, imaginal discs. So the caterpillar just dissolves, leaving behind imaginal discs. And from those imaginal discs, slowly, 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 the butterfly that is going to be formed starts to create, starts to create, starts to create, but all the time inside of this really safe cocoon. And then slowly, 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 the butterfly works its way out, taking its time, little bit by little bit, allowing itself to unfold, allowing the sun and the environment just to allow it to be free to fly. And so for me, that's a really helpful metaphor at this time, just to think that here we are, we're all nesting, we're all little chicks inside our eggs or all the butterflies inside of our cocoons. And 
to maybe see this time as an opportunity to snuggle down and to be cozy and also to kind of do not very much because babies at this age don't do very much what they need to do is just eat and sleep and obviously babies feel really strong emotions um, and they feel them really unapologetically and at this time it's very possible that we've got lots of emotions moving through us very quickly I spoke to one friend this week who said that she'd had about four seasons of emotions in one day um, and I think that's coming from all the external changes and obviously we're home with people or not home with people. So this idea of actually maybe we're just allowing ourselves to be a little more like the infant, a bit more like the imaginal discs inside of the cocoon, but just to accept that things need to have been stripped back to what are we eating? You know, the air is clearing up. Um, so we're breathing much more clearly. Um, and so, you know, there's lots of things going on there. Um, that means that we can, you know, really focus in inside. So we're going to take our attention inside. So for this meditation, what we're going to do is really take that metaphor of a cocoon and we're going to work with that. Um, and we're going to work with not knowing uh, what it is that we're going to become yet and whether that's as a nation or if you're running a business or an organization or as a, as a self because we don't know yet the butterfly doesn't know what it will become while it's inside the cocoon it's just being it's dissolving old things and it's starting to reformulate new and this baby doesn't know what it will become it's just doing what it needs to do it's just sleeping resting having feelings, breathing, uh, and just being. And so an invitation in the meditation to just be. So let's move gently into the meditation. So for those of you who've not meditated before, meditation is just a practice of um, coming into the moment, using the breath as an anchor. Um, some of the things that people misunderstand about meditation is that your mind will suddenly become completely clear and if it doesn't then you're doing something wrong and that's not the case your mind will always wiggle and fidget and your body will always wiggle and fidget and you know there will be outside things that distract you and there might be notifications that are irritating and that's okay that's just the way that that happens and so we're just going to allow our present moment to be whatever it is so if you want to just gently shut your eyes, um, no matter where you are, making sure that you're in a place that feels a bit cocooned. So if you're not in that place yet, you might want to just grab some cushions, um, maybe a blanket. You might want to sit somewhere a bit more snuggled up. Just so you get that sense of being comfortable and being encased and being soft um, and just snuggled in. So if you want to, you know, grab your dog or grab a teddy, then you're just going to do whatever it takes to make you feel a bit more snuggly. And then when you've found those things, just come to a position where you can sit comfortably or lie comfortably. So chest open. Um, so it means we're not rounding our back. We're just sitting relatively upright, but not uncomfortably. And shoulders away from our ears. And we're just going to start to really breathe 
just watching our breath normally. So at the moment, we're not going to change our breath. But what we are going to start to do is notice where we can feel it. And we're going to start with the small area of skin above our top lip and below our nostrils. So just as you're breathing, your normal breathing, start to notice the air as it crosses your top lip. As it crosses your top lip on the way in and as it crosses the top lip on the way out. So really investigate the sensations. And if you notice any thoughts about, am I doing it right? Or there's the neighbor's dog or anything like that. You just allow the thoughts to float through. So keeping your attention as the breath crosses that top lip. And being curious, kind of really, as if you were that baby, just for the first time, opening its eyes and, go, and, and becoming aware of our body, maybe in a way that we haven't been able to be aware of it in our busyness and our rushed lives. And now we've got the time to just slow down and notice the sensations. So just spend a moment of quiet, breathing in and out, keeping your attention on the top lip. And notice how it feels to sit in silence. Know that I'm doing it with you too, but you might have feelings of peace, but it might also be quite uncomfortable to be sitting in silence. And again, just allow those feelings to be noticed and just allow them. Yeah, it feels weird, but allow them. And then let's bring our attention to the entrance of our nostrils as the air comes and goes through the entrance to our nostrils. So the very outer rims. So again, just allowing any distractions to kind of come and go. Don't resist them, don't try and stop them because that's the nature of life, things will come and go. But just being really curious as to which nostril is breathing in, is the one that's breathing in more than the other. You might notice a temperature change on the in-breath and the out-breath. And if you're not already, just make sure that you're breathing through your nose as much as possible. Obviously, if you've got a bit of a cold, that can be harder, but really trying to breathe through your nose, keeping your mouth closed. And if you're not sure, put your tongue just at the top of your mouth behind your teeth. And that's the way to open your airways. And then tracking the breath to the back of your throat. So you'll notice that if you follow the breath up your nostrils, there'll be a small area at the back of your throat where you can feel the air hit as you inhale. You'll probably feel it more intensely on the inhale. 
but keep your inter uh, intention to focus and your attention there and just notice the difference again between the in-breath and the out-breath. Notice the temperature and the sensations. And just notice what your mind wanders off to. If it's anxious thoughts, then this kind of breathing will start to calm them down. If you're feeling a bit short of breath because of anxiety, then you might just want to open your eyes and reassure yourself. And we're not trying to restrict the breathing at this point. And now let's start to move our attention to the breath in the chest. Start to notice how your chest is moved by the breath, breath. So first of all, notice that the collarbones at the top end of your chest, just notice how your collarbones expand and contract with the breath and keep your attention on the collarbone area of your chest for a moment. Just being curious. We're curious in the way that children are curious, as if we've never noticed anything before without the story behind our breathing or our day, but just coming into that fresh child's mind of, oh, what are my collarbones doing as I breathe? And then just bringing your attention slightly lower to where you might be able to feel your heart beating. Really hovering your attention around what the breath does over your heart area. If you can't quite feel the beat, then just notice how the ribs expand and contract over your heart, your lovely protective rib cage that's protecting your vital organs and yet flexible enough to allow them to expand. And then drop your attention further down again and go to your solar plexus. So that's the area just where your ribs join, where they start to kind of curve away. And again, just notice how that moves as you're breathing. And checking that you're still breathing through your nostrils. And that the tongue is behind the top lip. And just child mind, curious, what is this process that we take for granted of breathing? And then just bring your attention around to your side rib. So if you're lying down or sitting up, the area under your arm. And start to notice how the ribs feel as they expand and contract outwards as well as upwards from the chest, but now outwards to the side. 
And as you really pay attention to your breath moving your ribs, you may even be able to feel muscles moving, the intercostal muscles between your ribs. You might be able to feel your body against your clothes or against the surface of the chair or the bed or the floor. Just being curious and investigating those sensations and pressures and temperatures. And then bringing our attention around to the back body, so where the back of our ribs and our spine and our cervical vertebrae, so our uh, neck spine. Just notice how they're affected by the breath. What happens in your shoulder blade? What happens in your neck? What happens in your back body as the breath moves it? And then scanning your attention down to your lower back. So as the ribs start to fall away and your spine is against the chair or the floor into your pelvis. Just start to notice now how your lower back is affected by the breath. And again, bringing your attention around to the side where your waist area is. Being curious about how your waist moves with your breath. All the time we're not changing our breath. We're just breathing in as far as we can through our nose. And we're letting any distractions float through. And then bringing our attention round to our lower abdomen, our tummy, into our pubic bone, into our hips, right up under our solar plexus, so the soft fleshy part of our anatomy. Notice how that moves with the breath. Allowing it to expand on the in-breath and flatten slightly on the out breath. So the in-breath is blowing up the balloons of your lungs and pushing down your diaphragm, allowing your belly to expand outwards. And then the inhale, bringing all your belly in, your diaphragm pulling up, flattening the chest as you exhale. So now let's put all that together. So we're gonna follow the breath across the top lip, in through the nostrils, back of the throat, shoulder blades, collarbone, top chest, diaphragm, belly, and then back up, so lower body, upper torso, throat, nostrils, top lip, in time with your own breathing, just paying attention to how it makes your body feel.
And then I want you to picture yourself as you are now in a nest or in a cocoon, in a really safe, snuggled, warm place. And I want you to picture yourself assembling your nest, building your cocoon so that it's beautiful and soft, safe, warm, somewhere where you're really content and happy to be. Somewhere where you're really content and happy to be on your own, but knowing that there's still connections to people outside. They're alone, but not lonely. And then I want you to picture yourself snuggling into that cocoon and that nest. You might want to pull things over you to cuddle you up. And they could be magical things like leaves or feathers. They could be sumptuous things like silk, velvet. They might be magical things like unicorn, hair or clouds. So wrap yourself up in your cocoon, in your mind's eye, in your nest. And then I want you to picture yourself getting younger. So a bit like the film Benjamin Button, I think it is. If you picture yourself last year. And then the year before. And then if you're very old like me, maybe skip back every five years. If you're much younger then maybe just every year and keep scrolling back in your mind's eye through time until you picture what you think you might look like as a baby in this beautiful, beautiful safe space of your nest or your cocoon, which has shrunk to fit you, so you all snugly feel around you. And I want you to just see all the potential that you have fulfilled some of, but look at all the potential in that small you, all snuggled up, like the baby in the picture, just sleeping, eating, breathing not needing to do or go anywhere, but alive with the potential and with the choices that our lives can bring. And then we're gonna use that baby to help us do what the caterpillar does, to find our imaginal discs. And so we're now gonna scroll back through time. But what we're gonna do is find the missing disc that maybe you forgot about along the way. In life, there's a moment where we choose this, not that, this job, not that job, this person, not that person, this house, not that house, this way to spend my time, which means not that way. And I want you to slowly scroll back through your life and remember the things that you dropped along the way, which actually you'd quite like to pick up and bring with you. So it may be a hobby that you did when you were younger or a game you used to play. 
or a person you used to see a lot of, or a food you used to love, or a place you used to go, or a favourite tree you used to climb. Maybe there's a part of your character that got hidden over the years. Maybe you were more confident then or more energetic. But as you scroll back through life, if you're very young, just doing it a year at a time. If you're older like me, then maybe every five years. Just I want you to rediscover the imaginal discs of yourself that you can uncover and bring with you into the cocoon. Really try and picture them. So if it's a book you'd love to read again, picture the book. The person, just really picture the person. If it's a hobby, picture yourself doing the thing that you haven't done for so long. If it's experiences that you used to have that you no longer have, again, just really clearly see yourself having those experiences. And then we're going to bring those all into the nest or the cocoon with us. And there's enough room for them because this is a magical nest and a magical cocoon. And we don't need to do anything with them. They just need to be in the cocoon with us now. In this state of being where we're just breathing in and breathing out. But we're going to look around at those things that we've brought into our nest with us and just Notice how each of them makes you feel when you remember them. Don't get caught up in the story of why you gave it up or why you couldn't do it. So one of my imaginal discs is of being a ballet dancer. I always wanted to be a ballet dancer. And so that picture of me as a ballet dancer is in my nest. I don't need the story of why I wasn't a ballet dancer, because the picture of me as a ballet dancer isn't just important in itself, an aspect of me. So allow things to be in there, even if they make no sense, don't seem possible. They're still part of who you are. And then I want you to just allow yourself to, in your mind's eye, cover yourself up in the cocoon. So pull your satin or your feathers or your clouds, just snugly over you, really making you feel warm with all these memories you've brought with them. And as we breathe, we're going to inhale those things into ourselves, like we're inhaling the imaginal disc of the caterpillar. We're going to allow those parts of ourselves or those experiences that we've forgotten to come back into our awareness. So we're going to inhale for the count of five. Exhale for the count of nine. And then just take a little pause at the end of that breath before the next inhale for five. Exhale for nine. And pause and as you're breathing, really with every inhale, as well as being aware of the counting to five, inhale the things and the experiences and the people and the habits 
that you've forgotten about, that you want to remember, that you want to bring back into your experience and your awareness, even if you're not sure how. So breathing in for five. Out for nine, counting at the same pace on the way out as on the way in, breathing through your nostrils, tongue behind your top teeth, and then pause at the bottom before the next inhale. So we'll just keep that going for a moment or two in our own time, just really picturing those things that we're inhaling. And if you feel like you run out of breath on the exhale or the breath hold, then let's just gently maybe speed up the counting. So still the same pace on the in-breath and the out-breath, but you can count a bit faster. And don't overhold your breath so that you're bursting to breathe in, just a gentle hold so that you can inhale again gently. And then drop that breath and just come back to being in your cocoon. And know that we are these babies all snuggled up. And the world is all snuggled up. And we don't know how things will change. We don't know how we will be changed. But we do know that we've come out of our nest or our wounds or cocoons many times before in our life and we will come out of this one again and we will be changed and we will be a butterfly we will be a new life a fledgling and we will be gentle and kind as we re-emerge and as you go into your day let's just spend a moment thinking about how you can allow yourself to be today. How could you allow yourself to be that fledging, the baby in the, the nest? How can you really nurture and snuggle yourself today? Maybe not watching the news, maybe cooking something lovely, maybe being out in nature, a hot bath, nice drinks, asking for hugs if we're with people that can hug us. And being gentle with how our emotions may be coming and going, allowing them to be there. And then starting to bring our awareness to our gratitude. What is it that we all have to appreciate even thus far in the day? Those simple things that maybe we've taken for granted, like our breath, like having time to sit, food. Spend a moment thinking of what you have to be grateful for. And then when you're ready, just bringing your hands up towards your face. Wiggling your fingers gently as you do so, coming back into your body. 
And then opening your eyes to look at your hands, just really seeing them as if seeing your hands for the first time. And then gradually moving your hands away from you, maybe tilting your head down if you're sitting up so that you're looking down towards your lap. And then broadening your gaze, maybe looking around the floor or if you're lying on your back, looking up at the ceiling. Start to see your surroundings anew. Notice corners, shapes, shadows. And notice without judgment. If you see dust, just notice it. And then we're going to finish just the word namaste in yoga means the light in me sees the light in you. And it's an acknowledgement that we're all just walking each other home. So if you want to be in touch, then my website is uh, www.julieleone.com. There's a contact page there if you'd like to be added to the newsletter and hear about these meditations and kind of reminders of where the online ones are, then just drop me an email and I'll add you to the list. And then uh, there's the free online course about emotions that I made with Psychologies magazine on any one of those pages and blogs if you need them. And of course, I'm still coaching as well if anyone needs that. So let's just bring our hands together in prayer pose in yoga. So flats of your palms together, fingers pointing upwards, thumbs together and then thumbs towards your solar plexus. And I'm just going to end with saying namaste to lighten me sees the light in you. So have a good day and be gentle with yourself. Um, many blessings. I'll put the list of the next ones up on the website for next week. Thanks for being here.